Welcome back to the Pet Cash Pod. This is your host, Andrew Pet Cash. We have a full week of stories ahead of us, some super interesting developments out of NIL, college sports, a um, bunch of athlete investments this past week, along with some interesting sports technology stories um, that we'll, we'll get into. The only housekeeping thing I have is that many of you, you love the articles, you enjoy this podcast, but you want even some more opinions. So, I mean... Heck, I'm full of opinions, happy to give those on top of the stories I'm telling here. But anyway, let's waste no more time. Let's get right into it. The first feel-good story of the week, Body Armor announced the foundation's largest gift ever, and it will be for $24 million to honor the lives of Kobe and Gianna Bryant. And alongside of it, they're also launching a new grape flavor called Mamba Forever and have committed to refurbishing eight basketball courts across the country this year. So... You love to see that Kobe, as you might know, was an early investor in Body Armor, um, and they they recently sold the Coca Cola for 5.6 billion. But anyway, love to see it. That's uh, always good things. You love when companies uh, decide to give back, and that's certainly a good one. All right, and one of the most fun topics of the week, as always, name, image, and likeness (NIL) tied in with some college sports stories. Um, I mean, nowadays, anything really coming out of college sports involves NIL. So it's kind of the, the same side of the, the token nowadays. But anyway, the first major story, after decades of basically opposing the rise of sports betting, the NCAA made a decision early last week that uh, said that schools, so say Ohio State, Michigan State, LSU, Alabama, you know, individual schools can enter into direct deals with sports betting companies. But with this said, it will also relinquish the access of the student-athlete's data. So I think this is a super interesting move is like we're trying to protect the athletes, get them paid, etc. But now we're basically saying like their data is monetizable and the schools own it and they can relinquish it to DraftKings or Penn Gaming, whoever. Um, And this is all while also this week the NCAA is saying that they are now going to crack down on boosters disguising pay-for-play as name, image, and likeness. You know, immediately what comes to mind, Tennessee, University of Miami, Texas A&M, um, those, are, those have been the main culprits. Uh, I mean, we'll see. I I mean, it's pretty obvious it's pay-to-play at many of those schools, but, you know, a lot of them have really good lawyers as well, and these are you know, billionaires or super wealthy donors, so I'm sure they've been pretty smart about how they do it and a lot of this probably comes out of the kid the basketball player Wong from Miami U kind of saying that he would leave if his deal doesn't get restructured so we all knew it was going to happen eventually but you know Mark Emmert's out and a week later they're aiming to crack down so we will see so sticking with the pay to play you know players being offered transfer basically transfer bonuses I guess or you know bigger amounts at other schools uh, Boston College wide receiver Zay Jones, who's one of the top receivers in the ACC, probably a pretty high draft pick next year, he uh, announced to through ESPN that several schools through NIL companies would give him $600,000 to transfer. And that was from one school. Another school, I guess, was a $300,000 deal. But anyway, you know, he announced all this and then said he intends to stay. Now, I don't know if that means... Boston College and their NIO collectives matched it, or, you know, he just wants to show his loyalty to the fans. I have no idea, you know, kind of that 
angle of it. But, I mean, props to him for the loyalty. Um, I mean, I'm sure you don't just turn down a $600,000 offer to come back to nothing. But, nonetheless, impressive. But, I mean, the real story here, the bigger one, is he's talking about this was through NIL companies. So I didn't even research or do any look into at all, you know, who these companies are associated with Boston College. But, like, do they want, like, a percentage fee of it? Like, why are they pushing this? I thought it was just collectives. Or are they just middlemen? Um, you know, I don't know. I think that was kind of the key piece of the story that many people didn't pick up on. But I was kind of like, wait, wait, wait. NIL companies are saying they give them 600000 to go to another school through it. So I don't know. why. Maybe we'll never get to the bottom of it. But hopping over, staying on football, Coach Sanders, Deion Sanders of Jackson State and HBCU, he said that when he's talking about NIL here, it's becoming free agency. And, uh, you know, if you don't have it, meaning the money, you won't be able to compete. And he said it's just another way to keep the schools that don't have proper funding down. I'm not giving a kid, you know, anything like that. He's basically saying I want you to focus on the NFL, not NIL. I don't know about that though, right? I mean, of course, you should have the angle of NF, N, the NFL, but if there's a large NIL deal on the table, I mean, it's right here, it's right now. Uh, the NFL is just a future possibility, right? So I think players got to play the fine line. I think we'll see players that focus too much on NIL and you know don't develop as much and then hurt. And I think we'll also see guys that focus solely on the NFL and don't capture as much as they should have in college. But... Uh, it is what it is. So a few major deals this, deals this past week that caught my eye. First one being B. John Robinson of Texas football landed a Lamborghini deal. So, I mean, that's super cool. Um, I mean, I think we've always knew it would kind of get to this point where these guys, I mean, they're stars already on campus, stars around the country. They're going to get some pretty cool car deals. So that is that one. And then Jaden Gather, um, he's from Salisbury, Maryland, high school kid, pretty good football player out there. He's going to be getting free hair, haircuts and gear from a local barber shop in return for social media promotions. So, I mean, that's what NIL is all about, right? Local kid helps a local barber shop. You know, he gets a little, he gets free haircuts and some gear. The barber shop gets free promotions, you know, win-win for all. And finishing out two more NIL stories slash college sports this past week, USC's former quarterback, Mark. Matt Leiner is teaming up with current Trojans quarterback Caleb Williams to launch an NFT platform for college athletes. Um, and it's basically digital, digital collectibles. We've seen a lot of these, but the project's called Hall of Goats, and it's specifically targeting college. And, well, they said they're specifically targeting amateur athletes, but me and you both know that doesn't really exist anymore. College, high school, you know, it's kind of everyone is in, to some degree semi-pro. And... Last but not least, Nike, uh, their basketball division, announced a new collaboration with Florida A&M University. And instead of like the swoosh logo, like the Nike swoosh on jerseys, there'll be the LeBron James logo. So it's like the crown, the LJ crown, for those of you not familiar. But super cool there. And uh, yeah, crazy week in NIL, as always, trying to keep you up to date, write about it during the week and provide the main stories here in the weekly roundup. Heading into the top business of athletes, so all their investments, endorsements, big time news out of it from this past week. The first being Amrak Caspi, a NBA veteran, four times Israeli Super League champion, 
launched his own $50 million venture capital fund, Shiva. So I wrote more about that if you want to check that out um, from this past week. The second being Devin Booker announced a new partnership with Sweet Green. So they're a culinary company, create your own orders, healthy living basically. And he's joining Naomi Osaka, female tennis player, as a second athlete ambassador as the company really tries to grow digitally. Um, 65% of their orders are, are digital. So cool initiative there of players actually investing and becoming ambassadors and products or services they actually use. Third story from former WNBA star Lisa Leslie. She recently launched Aston Rose, which the company basically specializes in finding properties for athletes, mostly like luxury ones, so huge houses, penthouse apartments, etc. But it was launched it was launched only a, a couple months ago, and uh, she said, like, basically why she launched it is she wants to help athletes avoid missteps she's made and create some generational wealth, but it made its debut in the California and Florida markets, and it's already closed more than $500 million in real estate transactions, so impressive there, props to her. I'm going to put out a Twitter thread on Lisa Leslie soon. She's super impressive woman. Um, the, w, the NWSL season recently kicked off. And uh, it's, it's one team is expanding its ownership group. Kevin Durant and Rich Kleiman of 35 Ventures announced an investment in hometown Gotham FC. And uh, it's the third group of investors to enjoy to join the club since March. Also, Karen Bryan and Carly Lloyd. So, on to the next story. John Boy Media, um, a month after announcing a partnership with SeatGeek. The multimedia company completed a funding round led by Connect Ventures, and it's five mil. They got a great list of athlete investors, including Dwayne Wade, CC Sabathia, Carl Anthony Towns, Josh Hader, and Noah Snydengard. Tom Brady, so his company Autograph, huge athlete-driven NFT collections. They announced their newest offering, and it's called The Future Is. So the future is in quotation marks. And they have a bunch of rising stars, including... Sabrina Ayanaska, Justin Herbert, Colin Morawaka, Devin Booker, and Coco Goff. They'll all be dropping three unique NFTs that have enhanced utilities, meaning like autographs, in-person meetings, come to games, etc. Um, so it's cool to see that. Sticking on NFTs, it's a hot topic, right? So got a report on it. The football company, they're a European, a German-based Web3 company. They raised over $2.5 million, including from Dapper Labs and soccer star Joshua Kimmich. And they basically want to build out their metaverse fantasy soccer gaming platform. So I know we all laugh about this stuff now, but a lot of money and funds and big people are getting involved. It's probably only a few years away from, you know, actually becoming more of a reality. Just like people laughed about iPhones and Google and all that before. I think we're kind of in that that middle stage of innovation right now where it's like, this stuff kind of works, but not really sure. But in a few years, I think it'll definitely all sort itself out. So for the last section of the week before I give an opinion piece on something I have some opinions about and just want to bring attention to, which is the mental health of athletes, this is the sports business slash technology section. First story being Ohio is working on legislation that will make 98% of sports betting proceeds go towards youth sports efforts. And I uh, did, did a little bit of the math. It'd be up to $90 million a year um, down the line. So that's awesome. Hey, allow sports betting, but... Any proceeds the state gets 
put it towards enhancing youth sports, you know, facilities, um, leagues, etc. A report from Forbes came out this past week valuing the top 10 esports companies. So esports, for those of you that aren't familiar, it's like gaming, um, think Fortnite, Madden, those kind of games. They, uh, the top 10 teams are worth a combined $3.5 billion, and this is up nearly 50% um, since the last report came out about two years ago. And uh, TSM, they're uh, the first, they're the highest value team at around $500 million, with the number two being 100 Thieves, who have a 150% gain in valuation um, since the last report came out two years ago. Social wagering startup Stakes, and they specialize in NFTs and Web3, has raised $5.3 million in a seed round. So basically how it works is wagers are free and winners can mint proof of flex NFTs to preserve bragging rights permanently on the blockchain. Um, the company recently reported that its user base multiplied by five times during the NFL season. Hooters. So recently you might have saw they did a NIL deal with John Daly and his son, John Daly Jr. They reached an alliance with sports betting company DraftKings um, and also are pretty close to completing a deal with PointsBet. But basically, they're going to give guests um, at their, uh, you know, their locations a QR code and uh, you get promotions. So like while you're watching games, eating food there, you uh, can do a little sports betting. So I think we'll continue to see that as sports betting grows across the United States. Interesting story out of Southern California this past week, a 10,000 seat cricket arena will be put in place um, and, and they're trying to to enhance the, the foothold in the U.S., meaning cricket. And uh, we'll see the, the 2028 Los Angeles Olympics are only six years away now. So who knows? Cricket could be super cool. It's a huge sport in India, Australia, um, mainly in the east and uh you know slowly might work its way into the u.s and that is it for sports business stories but i do have one more topic i want to touch on and it's a very serious one and i'm sure you've seen some things about it but over the last month like five to six weeks there's been five suicides of college athletes and i just want to call out that people they don't really understand what goes on in the lives of a lot of these college athletes and it's honestly, it's a major issue, and now with NIL coming in, I am worried a little bit about this, because now you're not just worried about competing in school or competing in athletics. You know, you might also be seeing your teammates bringing in a lot of money, and social media is bigger, so now they might be stars on TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and there's definitely a need for mental health, and one of the things I'm hoping schools do is just provide people for athletes to talk to, and I know it's hard, and it's a touchy topic and, and no one likes to, to talk about it or they try to hold it or like, oh, you got to be stronger. But the reality is like today's time is different where, you know, 40 years ago, you can say suck it up, but there's not people coming at you from all angles and from a screen in front of your face that you carry in your pocket all day around you. So more access to the world also means, you know, more things coming back at you. And I think I mean, being a college athlete was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And, you know, I, I don't, it never crossed my mind to do anything like that. But, I mean, I think there's definitely a concern when you have five college athletes commit suicide in a range of five to six weeks. So, 
hopefully, you know, more attention is brought to it. I just wanted to bring it up, give it a few thoughts. Um, but yeah, I mean, the reality is these athletic programs just have to put more resources to it and you got to talk to people and kids got to be not afraid to open up about it. Um, and there's been some great pro athletes kind of pushing this initiative, but, uh, mental health and, and that stuff, that's a next huge frontiers. Think of, you know, the, the calm app or I think it's headspace or whatever. I mean, this is going to be a huge thing and it's all from the rise of like cell phones, which in reality, I mean, they're only like a little over a decade old. So we're in the very early stages and there's a lot of things to work out. But anyway, hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Tons of great things coming the rest of this week and in the future with the Pet Cash Post. Have a great rest of your day and uh, keep grinding. Peace out.